Um, right now, though, on the Jet Set Breakfast, we look at our relationship with a food. It is uh, 2023, the beginning of a brand new year, and a lot of us making New Year's resolutions. Um, and healthy lifestyles, healthy, healthy eating habits, more conscious eating help, habits always seem to be at the very top of the list. It's always about sustaining them. Um, that is the question. And we've got an integrated nutritional coach, uh, Melissa Lane, joining me on the line. Good morning to you, Melissa. How are you? Good morning, Bridget. I'm so well, thanks. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you very much. Uh, firmly on the bandwagon of detoxing, um, you know, having wrapped up my holiday probably about 36 hours ago. And first thing on my agenda was, okay, I need to detox all of the red meat that I've been eating over the <laughs> last couple of weeks. <laughs> um, and I think that's, uh, you know, detoxing at this time of the year is, is, is right there at the top of the agenda for many health conscious South Africans. Yes, I think it's, it's so great that you mentioned earlier that somehow we all realize that how our body feels will determine how our year goes. Mm. And I think it's something to be so conscious and aware of that the better we feel, the more we can reach our dreams and achieve our goals and do all of those things. And the food we eat has a direct effect on our mood, mm. which is the thing that will determine what you do and how you show up in the world. So I think when it comes to things like detox, we can get it a bit skewed yes. because of diet culture and people just wanting to make money off of you. But I think innately, we all feel like, okay, we can't go on with this fakansi, lifey type of vibe where yeah. we just eat all the things and drink all the things. And I think it's really good to become conscious and aware of what our body needs. Mm. So the first thing, I always tell my clients this time of year is how do you want to feel? Mm. Not how do you want to look, um, all of those things. I want you to think about how do you want to feel in this year? Because food and how you treat your body can help you get there. Mm. So I want everyone to just think of like one word. I want to feel light. I want to feel vibrant. I want to feel energetic. I want to feel peaceful or grounded. And then there'll be food, movement, meditation, all of these practices that you can work around that one word mm. about how you want to feel and that just helps clear out a lot of the garbage absolutely um and i mean you know as you talk about diet culture and i never thought about it from the perspective of how do i want to feel i just want to get into my genes <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but i'll definitely start thinking about it from that perspective now but as you you mentioned diet culture melissa i think that's also part of the thing that as much as people are eager to do something new or even if it's not something new to be a bit more conscious, there's so much mixed messaging about, you know, how we do things, what's good for you, what isn't good for you. Um, and decoding it all can just lead us in a tailspin so much so that it might even discourage you before you've even begun that 24-day diet or detox or clean eating plan. Absolutely. And I think we're all overwhelmed still, mm. even though it's the beginning of the year, time goes on. We're under a lot of pressure as just a collective. Mm. And I always think we need to set ourselves up for success. So we are so disconnected from our bodies and we're so disconnected from our relationship with food. So firstly, to become conscious is to become aware of, okay, how do I want to feel? Mm. What am I eating? Is that making me feel the way that I want to feel? Am I showing up the way that I want to? So I always have a little four-step 
thing that I give my clients. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you guys that. And if you apply this, I promise you this year, your health will look different. Mm -hmm. I want you to think about where am I when it comes to my health and be brutally honest. Don't make it worse than it is. Just Mm. be honest with where am I with my health? My jeans don't want to button up and I don't want to go buy new jeans or I really don't have energy when I wake up in the morning or I always crave sweet things wherever. Just be honest about where am I with my health? And then I want you to think about what habits got me here Mm. because we're just a collection of habits. So if we want to change our health and if we want to break out of that whole December thing and actually have a new relationship with food in the new year, Mm. we need to look at what habits got me there. Snoozing too much, always having sweets in my handbag, Mm. not going to meditate when I say I'm going to. All of those things add up. And then I want you to think about where do I want to be? This is the fun part. What do I want to feel like? What do I want to experience in my body? How do I want it to feel when I wake up in the morning? Just go crazy and think about where do I want to be in my health? Mm. And then the most fun part, and this is the part that will change your life. What habits will get me there? I want you to think about what habits are going to get me there. Because you know, we're all really intelligent. And there are great innate things within us to know I need to get more sleep or I need to just not have a glass of wine every night or I really need to go see someone an expert to help me choose food that'll make my body feel the way I want it to feel and that four-step little formula will make changes that you will not believe in the coming year and there'll be lasting changes not just 24 days Mm. not just a three-month thing these are the types of things that will get you the health you want for a really long time Mm -hmm. i mean i I, you know i love the questions i i do because i think they sort of help to focus and and recenter your mind um and somewhat also keep you accountable to self right and your own your own goals and your own ambitions during the course of the year as you you attempt to make this very very conscious lifestyle change yes and that is what consciousness is it's asking questions it's becoming aware of why you do what you do actually being present in the now because so many of us eat and move and breathe and do things even things we love so unconsciously we're not really present in the here and now we're already thinking about what we need to do or worrying about something that is not even happening yet Mm. and that leads to us eating unconsciously and moving unconsciously just going through the motion. That's a really small experience of life. Mm. That doesn't feel good in your body. And when we think of health, a lot of times we just think about the stats that we get from a doctor. Mm. But what I've noticed that you need to make your health personal. And that is always linked to how you feel. Mm. That's how you experience health in your body, how you feel. So your stats could look great, but you can feel there's something wrong. I know I've heard so many people say that they go to the doctor, they get all the results and they say, no, everything's fine. Mm. But in their body, they can feel, but I'm tired and I lack energy and I don't feel as good as I felt when I was younger and running around on the grass and, Mm. and um, doing all of those things. So I really want everyone to just understand that if you're working on your relationship with food, it is going to depend on how you feel Mm. and not in the sense of, Oh, but it feels nice to eat the junk food. It really doesn't. 
it really doesn't. You're just numbing something mm. and it can taste nice, but it won't necessarily make you feel really great, vibrant, energetic, light mm. and full of energy. I mean, as you throw shade at junk food, I'm reminded of Kate Moss's very shady words. Uh, but but she, had, she had a somewhat unhealthy relationship with food. So you, if you're listening and you're wondering what Kate Moss once said, you'd have to Google it yourself because I'm not repeating that. Uh, I think uh, it, it would be used in, in the most negative of ways. I see my producers looking yeah. at me going, I'm so intrigued. Yeah, I know. She had a very <laughs> unhealthy relationship with food. Uh, so, <laughs> so what she called motivation for some people could lead to sort of destructive behavior. Um, it is uh, Melissa Lane joining me who's an integrated nutritional coach and we're talking about our relationship with food in 2023. And I mean, you know, we, we joke about it and sort of I, I alluded to it in, in the beginning of our conversation, Melissa, that a lot of us, you know, we were attending brides and house parties and beach days and all these activities over the festive season. I, if I just think about the the red meat that I consumed between December 27th, um, you know, and the 4th of January when I came back into the city, it's insane. Um, and but for, for some South Africans, most South Africans, they'll be sitting going, ah, oh, but, you know, South Africans, Africans, we have we have a cultural relationship with food. Every time mm. we convene, we convene over food. I mean, my culture loves red meat. We can't be, I think of all my Kosa friends who are like, Kosas love red meat. We can't be away mm. from red meat. But we, we, we have somewhat a imbalanced, I don't want to say unhealthy, but we have an imbalanced relationship with food and how we approach that with food. So how do we change that um, considering the fact that you know, really, some of us would, would would convene and gather with people, and it, it's cute, but it's not. People be like, oh, just just have that chop, man. It's not going to do anything. Mm. Uh, you know, that that kind of peer pressure that it's subversive, <laughs> but it's there for you to oh, to I, just you know. I so relate. I so relate and like I'm not leaving my red meat. I'm just going to get the best quality red meat that I can because it really does have so many benefits, especially grass-fed red meat is absolutely fantastic for your body. And we're getting new studies that are coming out. So as people are growing in awareness, we can make better choices. Mm. But I think one of the things as you were speaking, I was thinking about is we have a this or that mindset mm. instead of a this and that. Uh -huh. So I always tell my clients, now your mindset is this and that. So if you want to have that chop, add a really nice fresh salad to it. Mm. Don't feel like you need to have a this or that because it always leads to us over consuming. But that comes back to diet culture. Diet culture gets us into this thing of for a really long period of time, you can't touch red meat. You can't touch that cake. You can't come near that. And I think that's still ingrained in our culture and in our society. So we get those people that say, ugh, I only live once. I'm going to eat whatever I want and mm. they don't care. And then we go over to the other side of the pendulum swing where we have people that say, I'm never going to go near red meat. Mm. And that's just how it is. I'm never going to have sugar. Mm. I think that's really unhealthy as human beings. We need balance. And that's why I love the term relationship with food. So one of the things that you can change is a this or that mindset mm. and make it a this and that. So start adding in more things that are going to 
give you and ener- give your body the energy it needs mm. the the feeling of lightness it needs the feeling of groundedness it needs and remember that it's going to change i think when it comes to a diet we think there's this one way mm. sometimes the only thing that's going to hit is that chop on the fry mm. and like the same with me i've got like nine chops in the fridge i can't wait until my partner is back home tonight and we're gonna buy those freaking chops but i'm going to add some roast veggies to that as well as a big green salad Mm. so that we've got that balance because in my house it's a this and that house if i want to have some chips i'm going to have my chips with some coleslaw and Mm. i'm going to eat the coleslaw on the chips or if i just want to have a nice piece of chocolate i'm going to have a couple of pieces and put it back in the cupboard because i don't need to overconsume. because i'm always allowed to have it mm. i have a neutral relationship with food mm. and so it's not a this or that situation in my house or in my life which really helps me create a healthy relationship with food enjoy being human enjoy some of the foods that are just fantastic to have but still know that this body that i'm in Mm. is the only one i get to experience this life with i have big goals big dreams lots of things i want to do so this body is the only thing that's going to get me there i need to take care of it in the way that best suits my body Mm, mm, i love that mentality of this and that i really do um you know especially for 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 people who who like to enjoy everything because it does create an undue pressure if you if you're sitting back and going okay I'm just I'm gonna cut out carbs or I'm gonna cut out sugar or I'm gonna it, it takes a lot of willpower and oftentimes you sabotage yourself because now you you run yourself into the spin cycle at least for the majority of us you run yourself into the spin cycle where you perpetually thinking about who I wish I could I wish I could and so the day you do mm-hmm. you literally are sitting in the corner and and you are just being oh for lack of a better term you were just being a pig about it (laughs) yeah you know which is absolutely natural if you think about a pendulum and you take a pendulum and you swing it back to the one side and you let it go it's going to go way back to the other side Mm. and that's what we do with food the whole time that's what we do with fitness the whole time we do absolutely nothing Mm. and then we want to work out two hours a day we eat eat absolutely no carbs which is terrible you need carbs for your Mm. brain and for just your mood and to be healthy and then we let go because we realize we can't do that and that pendulum swings way back to the other side where we over consume the thing that that hurts me the most with that whole cycle that we've been taught as part of our culture is it really deteriorates how you feel about yourself Mm. because if you don't keep the promises that you made to yourself you're going to start like etching away at your self-esteem and then after a couple of years you feel like a failure instead of thinking that that diet failed me you feel like a failure Mm. and you can't change your life change your health reach your goals and dreams if you don't feel like the amazing sovereign being that you are Mm. So that's the thing that bothers me the most. We need to get out of that loop so that we can start stepping into our power so that we can actually change what we need and want to change in our lives. So no pendulum swing. This and that mentality this year. And how do I want to feel? And be really, really conscious of the fact that food can make you feel better. Mm. It directly affects your mood. So you can use food in the most amazing way to actually feel better 
and then you'll want more of the food that makes you feel so good. Melissa definitely shared some interesting food for thought. I just had to, couldn't resist. Um, (laughs) And uh, we walk away from this conversation, I think, asking ourselves uh, those four really important questions. And of course, the starting base is how do I want to feel for the next 300 plus days? That was Melissa Lane, Mm. who is uh, an integrated nutritional coach joining us this morning. Uh, I appreciate the time and a happy new year to you. It is a Jet Set Breakfast, fast approaching half past eight o'clock. Remember that uh, we are still uh, receiving your big fat juices. So if you want to participate in our playlist this morning, much in a similar way as um, Mbuvuso. Is it Mbuvuso? Hey, I want to know the full name here, Mbuvuso, uh, out in KZN, who's uh, requested miles away for uh, big fat juicy.